RNZ Pacific News. Atamarie ko Lydia Lewis tēnei. Tokelau has a new ulu o Tokelau or head of government. The inauguration of Kelihiano Kalolo was last week, including cultural activities. The first day of the general whanau kicked off last Tuesday on Atafu. In a statement, National Public Service General Manager Akusitino Vitale says the general whanau chairperson, deputy chairperson and the 28 members of the 12th government of Tokelau have been sworn in. The Tuvalu Prime Minister has asked a global conference to include climate vulnerability in assessing whether a country leaves the world's least developed countries list. Kausea Natano told a UN conference on least developed countries in Doha, the reality of small island developing states constantly facing cyclones, droughts and outbreaks of diseases is not fully captured in the current indicators. Christina Persico has more. Mr Natano told the conference that in 2022, Tuvalu faced a prolonged drought and subsequent outbreaks of dengue and typhoid. He says according to the current assessments, the only criterion Tuvalu does not meet is the Economic Vulnerability Index. But he says graduating from the Least Developed Country or LDC status will restrict the country's development efforts and result in the withdrawal of LDC-specific international support. Meanwhile, Tonga's Prime Minister told the conference climate change is his country's greatest security threat. Roadblocks in New Caledonia set up to stop a planned social security reform have been lifted. Repeated mass demonstrations over the last two weeks had failed to persuade the government to change its stance. The employer-backed protest movement then paralysed traffic in the Noumea area, which resulted in talks to revisit the reform. The interim solution has led to planned strike action being abandoned. The reform plan by the Small Pacific Awakening Party would have raised the contributions levied on higher incomes to sustain New Caledonia's health care scheme, which has run up a deficit of $125 million US dollars. The trial of 12 men in French Polynesia accused of paying for sex with a 14-year-old prostitute has been abandoned and the case against the 12 needs to be re-established. The accused include a medical doctor, an intelligence officer and senior private and public sector administrators who are alleged to have paid for sex with her between March and October last year. The accused have said they believed she was more than 18 years old. After a day's deliberation of procedural matters, the court declared itself incompetent to judge and it was concluded that the case against the 12 needs to be re-established. The prosecution must consider a 2021 law which defines sex between a minor and a person more than five years old as rape. The 12 men were free to leave the court, but the intelligence officer remained suspended from his job. In New Zealand, schools in Wellington and Auckland are set to suffer the biggest roll losses as the population of school children drops in the next 10 years. Education Ministry projections indicate Canterbury is the only region that will have more skilled children by 2032. RNZ Education correspondent John Gerritsen reports. 
Primary and secondary school rolls will fall nearly 30,000 or 4% nationally by 2032, but in the Wellington region they will drop 11% or 8,707 children. In the same period, schools in Tairawhiti will lose 12% of their enrolments, while rolls in Nelson, Marlborough and West Coast could fall 8 or 9%. Auckland schools are expected to have more than 13,000 fewer children, a decline of 5%. However, bucking the trend, Canterbury school rolls are forecast to rise 2%. Kiwi wheelchair users are being charged up to four times as much for tickets to sporting events and concerts. Many in the community feel they are being discriminated against and exploited. Jack Tolfare says it's plain discrimination. shouldn't be put into these positions where we have to pay double the price as a normal able-bodied person, just to be able to get into a seat to see the same same sporting event or the same concert or same entertainment as everyone else. Disability Support Network CEO Peter Reynolds says the disability community have every right to protest the exploitative ticket prices. Ticketek did not respond to a request for comment, while Eden Park says that ticket prices are set by all event organisers. In world news, the head of the World Health Organisation, Tedros Adnom Ghebreyesos, says discovering the origins of the COVID-19 virus is a moral imperative. The issue has again been the subject of heated debate. The BBC's Michael Bistow reports. Using impassioned language on Twitter, Dr Tedros said it was vital to find the truth for the millions who've died and to help prevent future outbreaks. The comments are a clear sign that the WHO has not dropped its investigations into the origins of the disease, as some have suggested. China, where Covid was first detected, has been accused of frustrating that research. But the WHO has also demanded information from the US following recent accusations from American officials that they believe the virus began with a leak from a laboratory in China. At least eight people have died after two fishing boats capsized off the coast of California. Emergency crew found them overturned and bodies in the water. A 911 caller said she had been on a fishing boat with eight people that had made it to shore, but there was another boat that had capsized with eight to ten people aboard. A search continues. Cyclone Freddy is battering central Mozambique after making landfall for a second time in a month, breaking records for the duration and strength of tropical storms in the southern hemisphere. Communications and electricity supply in the storm area have been cut so the extent of the damage and a number of casualties are not clear. More than 101,000 people were affected after the cyclone swept through southern Mozambique last month, killing 27 people in Mozambique and Madagascar. In sport, Fijian Drua captain Tevita Ikaniveri has described their upset one-point win over the Crusaders as unreal. The Ndrua recorded the biggest win of their two seasons in the competition with an 80th-minute penalty sealing the win in front of a passionate home crowd in Lautoka on Saturday. This game was epic. We had the belief we could do it and uh, we came and defeated a great Crusaders team. 
And what better way to do it but do it in front of our home crowd. Other winners in round three of Super Rugby Pacific were the Chiefs, the Rebels, the Blues, the Brumbies and the Western Force, who beat Moana Pacifica 21-18. Last year's NRL runners-up, the Eels, are yet to win a game in 2023 after falling 30-26 to the Sharks. And newcomers, the Dolphins, are surprise table toppers after two rounds, winning both their opening games. Other winners from round two are the Broncos, the Roosters, the Knights, the Dragons and the Bulldogs, who shocked the Melbourne Storm 26-12. In basketball, the Breakers have kept their title dreams alive with an 80-70 win over the Sydney Kings in Game 4 of the NBL Grand Final Series. In front of a record crowd of nearly 10,000 supporters at Spark Arena, the Breakers led from start to finish to level the best of five series to all. The deciding Game 5 is in Sydney on Wednesday. The Black Caps need 257 runs to win on the final day of the first test against Sri Lanka. The host reached 28-4-1 at Stumps on day four at Hagley Oval after bowling Sri Lanka out for 302 in their second innings. And competition leaders Ireland have beaten Scotland 22-7 in their Six Nations rugby match at Murrayfield. And that's the latest news and sport for RNZ Pacific. You can read more on our website, rnzi.com.